Are we sick and tired of superhero movies? We is too many people. Really? I don't know. <laughs> the box office seems to provide the picture. Are superhero movies dead? So welcome back to another Magic City podcast. As you can see, we're talking about the MCU superhero movies in general. Have they, and I think uh, Scorsese said it, uh, do we have superhero fatigue to a degree? Scorsese said that? He said that Scorsese a while ago. Scorsese just said that, they, that superhero movies are crap, that they're not yeah. movies. That's what he said. The best part was his daughter wrapped his Christmas presents in Marvel wrapping paper when, That's when awesome. he said that. Yeah. <laughs> That's only something family can do. So make sure to let us know your comments, like, subscribe, and let's just get into it. What was the last superhero movie that came out that we all saw? Because I know it wasn't Shazam. It was Ant-Man. It was Ant-Man. Ant-Man. That's the last one we all saw. Yeah, Ant-Man was the last one we all saw. Most recently, Shazam Part 2 came out. Before that was what, Black Adam? No, before that was Wakanda. Wakanda Forever. Black Panther. Oh, Black Panther. And then prior to that was Black Adam. It was Black Adam. But they were like two weeks apart, weren't they? Yeah, they were very close. But I think Black Adam was October and Wakanda Forever was November. November. Yeah. Let's get right into it. Do we think they're dead? They're not dead, but I think there's a little bit of fatigue. There's a little bit of stigma already in that, in that genre. I think the fatigue has more to do with the quality of some of these movies coming out since they've been lackluster. They haven't exactly been A-game. You've had like one or two movies come out that were decent compared to what we were used to seeing before. A nice breaking point would be like since Endgame. Since Avengers Endgame, there's been a, a dip in superhero movies in general. Minus like the Batman, was it Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, and Black Panther. So you just named three, so. Those are three. <laughs> Those are three and they're very much spread apart. And there's a bunch of other movies that were in there that didn't line up with those. I think we've just gone down the roster that we're at the B-level character heroes. That that's what's not drawing in the appeal. You make an Iron Man movie, you drop a secret Iron Man cameo, that'll bring people back in. Because it's more of the A-listers, the A-superheroes. I mean, who would have thought Blue Beetle would have gotten his own movie? And that's part of the problem, though. Mm-hmm. That they have to they have to reach into the into the bullpen and grab characters... That you know more, not so much that people don't know. If you're into comics and if you're into the into, if you're into the books and the stories, you know them. But for the average moviegoer, they probably never heard of these characters, like Peacemaker. Yeah. All these characters, you know, the average the, the, the moviegoing public has never heard of. So you have to introduce them in a certain way. And I think at the end of the day, I think it's a mixture of everything that we're saying that is causing this. I think the quality, I agree, the quality has been bad. The storytelling quality has been horrible. The what you said fits into that equation and then just so much of it we've never had an era that we've had so many superhero properties movies shows whatever you want to call it at the same time but we have had eras where similar types of movies have come out on a bunch you had that time where like zombie movies were constant yeah but we didn't get nine zombie movies in one year we most likely did you just didn't see them on theaters but they were constantly everywhere what happens people got tired of of it why they it, suck. I mean, if they weren't in theaters, I don't think the general masses. But that's, you, but, you, have, but, you have streamers and stuff. You would have watched. But that it. leads in. But that, that pretty much gets us to where we are now. So much Quark, of it came out that the zombie movies just kind of died off, and now you get one every once in a while. Right, but a lot of it has to do with the quality. You can have three movies in four years. If they suck, people will stop going to see that type of movie. And you can have nine movies in one year, and if they're good, they're going to stop watching it because they just tired of it already. 
Again, that has to do with some might go off, but the quality, if you're not interested in watching it because the quality is not there, the st- what's compelling you to go see something? I was not interested in Guardians of the Galaxy when I first came when out. It first I was came like, out. yeah, and, and I say it still. I was like, oh, I got to go see it because it's part of the MCU to understand the story, the full picture, everything. The movie was surprisingly fun. It was a fun movie. I wouldn't call it a good movie. It was just a fun movie. It was movie. a very good movie. That's one of Marvel's better movies. I still call it a fun movie. I still, uh, to this day, I still say fun. Winter Soldier is Marvel's best movie. Yeah, to me, that's my number one, but that's my one and two right there. But again, that's quality. Most people would have never gone to a, go see Guardians of the Galaxy. That's not a movie that says, oh, blockbuster. But I think Guardians of the Galaxy did good because the slate before it did good. Mm. Yeah, so there was, a, there was a precedent of, okay, what's, what's going on? And it was the beginning of the MCU. So, you know, people were starting to feel it. People were starting to get into it. They were just saying, okay. You know, they got something going on here. Let's see what this is about. Same concept. The Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody knew who that was. Nobody knew the story. Nobody knew who all these characters were. Same thing's happening now. They're throwing all these characters out, and you're not getting the same effect. But if you're not... But again, you don't have a compelling story. Why would anybody care? That's the problem. The the story's not there. Yeah, if you got the same effort... Let's say the writing in, like, Shazam or Ant-Man or Black Adam is applied to Guardians of the Galaxy back then... We're not getting a third sequel now. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't get to the heights that the first movie got. Oh, I, Bob! I think the storytelling is a separate piece altogether. Just because Black Adam did not drive people to the movie theaters, it could have been the best movie, but you wouldn't have known till it drove people into the seats. It might have three or four years before that movie came out way too late. It might not have bombed as much because The Rock could have propelled it. and they See, might but not it. bomb as much still means it's not a good movie. Because it, it had it, like... It's going it back the, to Paul's listen, point. It had the, the quality effects. of like a late 90s, early 2000s superhero movie. Meaning it would have been good, good enough back then, but not now. People aren't expecting. They're expecting more now. Because of the MCU, people have been taught to expect more out of a superhero movie. So that's a good point, though. Because to me... Each studio has their own set of problems. Marvel has its its own set of problems, and DC has a different set of problems. Marvel's just, they've used up their big A-list characters, and they're down to the B-list. And they've written them off, yeah. And DC has no story. DC has great stories. They don't know how to make a movie. In the movies. Yeah, they don't know how to make a movie. DC has no stories. Their stories are are garbage. So each one of them has its own separate problems. Now, if each one of them can figure out those problems, then... I think maybe it'll bring back that that magic that Mar- that Marvel had originally from when it started to Endgame. I get it, and a lot of that has to do is because of the effects of Endgame. They got them. They wrote themselves into a story where it was difficult to make stuff after that. Yeah, and the, I mean the lead up to Endgame. The, every time you saw a movie, you knew because you know you knew Thanos was coming. You knew the Infinity Stones were out there, and you knew the lead up to Infinity War and Endgame. Now there isn't that Endgame per se. So you don't know what's going well, on. Well, there is with Kang. It's just maybe we do have fatigue. Maybe it's like, oh, my God, now I have to watch everything. Because now you saw Ant-Man. You have to watch Loki season two to get Kang Prime, the one that they're calling Kang Prime. Yeah, it's it, it, it might it's, be. It's bigger. I think the MCU worked because there weren't attached TV shows at the time. You still had a ton of movies to watch. It, it was movies. It was separate. Now you have the TV shows I get it. that are additional to the storytelling. But you don't have to watch it this is a very touchy subject with all of us yet okay so let's pretend we don't know what's going to happen in loki season two Mm -hmm. let's do a social experiment one of us not watch it 
Oh, I'll do it. Let's do it. So, so watch it. Let don't me... watch it. No, no, don't watch it. Don't do anything, and then watch the next thing after that. Okay, okay. we do this with Batman the Animated Series. <laughs> <laughs> but no, me, we're but, recording but one but after this. Let me a nice example. Loki season one. Could you have not watched it and understood the movies that came on after it? And I need an honest answer. Don't believe me. No, what it explains the multiverse. It gets explained in multiple movies. It gets explained in Spider-Man. It gets explained in Doctor Strange. And it's not even the same explanation that we get in Loki. But not to the yeah. extent that it was explained to in Loki. I understand. But to the general audience within the story of, of that universe, right now, as of this moment, which is probably why people have a problem with it, it doesn't really explain much. But and you let me don't tell know. You why. Well, hold the on. You don't know about the multiverse or war. You don't know about the incursions and all that Correct. if you don't watch Loki season one. And they don't talk about the incursions. The yes, they do. They, they absolutely do. The time, something messes up the timeline. They absolutely talk about the incursions because each of the Kangs wanted to conquer the other world. That's later on at the very last episode. It's still part of the show. Again, at the very end. George, it, it's still part of the show. It, I understand. But it's still part of the show. No, Paul. But wait, wait, back up. Is it not part of the show? It is part yes. of the show. So technically, does you have to watch affect, Loki season does one. Does that affect any other movie you saw? The only thing it does, it introduces a character that you see in Ant-Man. That's it. That's the only time you see him. And they, and there's a, and they explain in Ant-Man that there's multiple Kangs and there's, and there's a multiversal war. That gets explained there. Now, does that change the plot of any movie between Ant-Man and what came out after Loki season one? It provides additional Answer story. my question. Did it affect the plot of any of those movies that came out before Ant-Man? I don't know because does, I watched it all. It does not. If you watch the movie, you could tell that it affects you, the plot Doctor Strange is the direct tie-in to Ant-Man, to Loki Season 1. To uh, WandaVision. And Loki Season 1. It doesn't get mentioned in there. Yes, it does. The multiversal war. You know where this is coming from. You know the incursions. You know a lot of different things. It builds upon what he said. Okay. We all we must have watched different movies. No, I watched the right one. I don't well, know what you watched. They don't have nothing have nothing involved about multiversal wars and multiverse of madness, which we all thought that's what was gonna happen and it wasn't. Of course it was. John Krasinski even said it. This is a topic that we discussed previously. And we can discuss again on another podcast, but let's let's rope this thing back in. Don't tell me what to do. I'm gonna tell you what to do. No, I'm not gonna do it. You have to watch everything. <laughs> Go. Yes, I, I, I would agree. You have to watch everything. And if you don't watch something and they explain it or they, they, they blurb about it in another movie or in another show, it, you, don't get the, you don't get the same context that you get it when it was originally said or how they originally said it. And again, this could be a topic for another, for another top podcast. But where were we? Because we're completely so lost. Our, it, our superhero movies that I think all that, even though we went a little bit off the handle, does play a factor into it. Because people sort of feel they need to watch it to understand it. Whether you do or you don't, fine. Everybody has their own opinion on that. But just going back into like an old show, Game of Thrones. You know, like people, season five, it was at the hype. And they were like, oh, now I have to watch five seasons to catch up. Like it, it sort of does play the psychological factor. I think of the completeness and people wanting a full story. Yeah, but you that, get that, we, that, that's a serialized show. But that, you, that's like watching a ten-hour movie. And you know, you get you get a season, and then you go two years without anything, and then you get another season, and then you get another two years without anything. Mm. You're getting superhero movies all the time. Yeah, you're getting them multiple times a year. So 
you have to be, I guess, invested into the story and the characters in order to to, to feel that you want to see it and then you want to watch it. And then you see it, the quality's garbage, you don't like it, and now you're like, eh, like why why keep on this time? Why keep on this effort in investing in it when it's gonna be when it's gonna be trash? Even us that we're in this, we call ourselves collectors first, everything else second. We enjoy these movies. The only thing I'm really hyped up for is Secret Invasion and Loki season two. I could care less about that Captain America. Care less about Thunderbolts. Like to me, I'm gonna watch it, but I really could care less. But go big picture. Like, how many times have they given us a new Batman? How many times have they given us a new Superman? How many times are they gonna continue doing that? How many times are they gonna announce that this guy's gonna be Iron Man or this guy's gonna be this or that guy's gonna be this? It gets to the point where you're like, all right, man, just just do it already. I mean, but you're also missing the fact we're not around forever. They're also they're also gearing up to go after a younger audience too. Which is, why you get, which is why you get four or five different Batmans. And we'll have like another four more by the time we're like 80 or 90 years old. Be yeah, because they're going to keep regurgitating the characters because they have to start over and tell the stories again. But I can tell you, nobody from this generation is going back and watching Alan Watts. And if they are, it's a minute No, but this is a TV show. It's different. But it's a different Batman. It's yeah. a different telling of the story. A lot of this generation probably isn't going back to watch Michael Keaton. True. Or Val Kilmer, or much less George Clooney. Yeah. Absolutely right. They don't care about any of that. No, probably not. They probably just saw a clip online. But again, that's for people. If people enjoy movies, they'll go back and watch and watch old movies. It, okay, so that being said, we've had all of this. And the last, you know, three, four movies. I mean, even Ant-Man, it was a huge movie, but it still didn't live up to... to it was, what, the lowest grossing Marvel movie ever? I was surprised I by that. That's, right. that. I know it was. Isn't the, that what you said? It's one of their lowest. Or one of their lowest? It's one of the lowest. So... A movie with such huge implications, such a big character in Atman and, you know, the big villain coming up grossed very little. Where does that leave the next three or four movies coming up in the slate? Because you got Guardians of the Galaxy, you got The Flash, and you got uh, Spider-Verse. I think think you also have to sit there and separate because not everybody watches every superhero movie. They might just watch DC stuff. They might just watch Marvel stuff. There aren't completionists that watch everything. But for the greater part, if you're a fan of DC, you might not watch everything, but you'll watch a Marvel movie. You'll watch. You may. You'll watch you may different or things. You may not. Yeah. But for me, like for those two ones you just mentioned, the two biggest ones are Guardians and Across the Spider Verse. Right. Are probably like the 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 best shot of having a quality movie come out this year. Because I have no idea how the Marvels is going to do. Flash. I can share that. You know, it's one of those. You think it shouldn't be released. It's not a big deal with this lunatic. That's the last time we're going to see it. (laughs) George's views do not express mine. So, um, Flash, even James Gunn said, come on, I said, this is the best movie. This is the best superhero movie ever. Tom Tom Cruise Cruise came out. No, but I think James Gunn followed up on it, too, when he saw it. I know Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise saw the movie, and he wrote to the director, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, but what does Tom Cruise know about superheroes? Tom Cruise is a freaking lunatic, so. But... Of course, of course, certain people are going to hype this movie up and they're going to be like saying it's the best movie ever and all that blah, blah, they're blah. They're going to want to justify the movie, the money is spent oh, on Of course. It. Or they're going to have to justify, you know, that they work for the company now that, that, that that's producing it or mm-hmm. putting it out. So you have to you have to kind of back it because, you know, you'd probably look retarded if you didn't. But do these, I guess it's, you know, we'll sit back here and talk about this in a couple of months. Let's see how these movies do because if they gross less than expected, then you know it's superhero fatigue. And, and even the Flash, it could bomb. And honestly, in the grand scheme of things, for them, it doesn't matter. That's the last. That's one of the last movies from like the last regime. Yeah, DC can't afford 
for the for the for the Flash no, to bomb right now. Last week you have Blue Beetle after that, and that's Aquaman too. Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle is now going to be considered part of. It was done late enough that they that they Aquaman too that they tweaked up. Oh, I forgot about Aquaman. Yeah, comes out in December. But that one doesn't have the issues attached to it that the Flash does. And the the Flash was delayed. Either. You know, it was delayed a year. They have uh, the issues with an active. That guy will probably never work with DC again. And they had to spend extra money for for reshoots. Yes, TV shows, movies, multiple properties. You have The Boys. You have Invincible. You have Walking Dead. You have Last of Us. You have all these things that sort of play in the same sandbox. So people are picking their toys. Like yeah. they're they're picking what they want to watch more than anything. Honestly, the movie I'm probably most hyped up about is Spider Man because I still say the first Spider Man Miles Morales was probably one of the best Spider Man movies ever made. It was animation, fine, however you feel about that, but just the story. And anybody that's seen it, let us know in the comments if you agree. I had this conversation with John at the store one day, and he was, and people were like, they were at a toss-up between the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 2 and um, that one. Wow. Well, Spider-Man 2 is a damn good movie. It's almost perfect. Half almost perfect is relative to you no but for a superhero movie at that at that time i'm not talking about like after <coughs> up to that point that was one of the best superhero movies ever made andrew garfield is my super is my spider-man oh get out of here that was a great movie uh, better had, than toby it had issues with uh, himself but the, but the movie is not good he he himself is good the movie was not i mean spider-man 3 that's all i gotta say the toby mcguire one <laughs> Listen, that's horrible. That movie was trash. Oh, yeah. That movie was trash. But anyways, I think... Yes, there is fatigue. There is quality issues, even good movies. You could tell me Shazam 2 was written by Martin Scorsese and directed by Quentin Tarantino. I still wasn't in a rush to see it as I am with these other movies. If that would have happened, everyone would have got to see it just see what the hell did you put the screen. But still, it's not like the character. Captain Marvel, Shazam. eh. Yeah, he's not... He's not like the best things to tell me. Bread, you tell me they do a Batman movie. You tell me they do a Superman movie, a Green Lantern movie. Dude, yes, Tarantino I'll be was good. At, wanted to do a Star Trek movie. I don't like Star Trek. I would have been the first one in line to watch that if Tarantino was doing Star Trek. Yeah. The point. I mean, the, the end of the day, you brought up a good point. Not only does you have Marvel and DC, you have the boys, you have all the stuff on Amazon, you have all the stuff that comes out on other networks, you have all these independent properties. Walking Dead was out. All these TV shows that were out. That it, it's part of it, and you know you're getting Marvel, you're getting DC, and then you're getting the boys and all this other stuff. And if you are just getting bombarded by these characters and who are these characters, and they have to learn and relearn and then relearn again who these people are because they don't know, and it's it's it could be overwhelming to the average moviegoer, people like us, the people that like live and breathe this stuff and read about it and see it and, and enjoy it. It's a different story, but for the average person. It's a different story. They see Invincible as a superhero cartoon. They see the boys as a superhero show. Right. You know, it, it's just one of those things. And the quality, if you guys haven't seen Invincible, the show, or the boys, I was one that I never read the books. Phenomenal stories. Phenomenal shows. You know, but like again, that's... it's taste for everyone. That's why not everyone watches the boys. Not everyone watches... The boys is very specific. That's not going to be a show for everybody. But again, you know what the, You know what, the, what you could say, too, is that you have... 75 years of Marvel, 100 years of DC, and you have 180 issues or 160 issues of The Boys, and you have 100 and something issues of the Invin- or Invincible. So you, you, you got so much stuff to, to consider and to put into something, or on the other hand, you just follow what was it, what's already there of the source material, 
and you don't have the issues that of having too much. You don't have the legacy issues. Yeah. Right. And perfect example. I want to see what they're going to do with Walking Dead. Now that the comic book's done, they're creating shows that we don't know what's going to happen. Genuinely, viewers don't know yeah, they have three who's going to make out. it or what's going to happen. I can't believe you're still on Walking Dead. No, because it's it doesn't have a legacy issue. It ended. The show ended. Right. But now it's all brand new material to everybody watching it. He's still waiting for the time that they're after Walking Dead ends. They're gonna they're gonna cancel all the shows. Like how we lied, everything ends. I'm waiting. They're I'm already waiting. filming the other shows. It's all lies, <laughs> all lies, fake news. I will say this: it's going to be hard to not focus on the narrative of superhero fatigue when you see the rest of the movies that are coming out this year. They're not exactly the strongest. After Guardians of the Galaxy and Spider Man, you have Flash, which it has its own build up hype because of what's going on with it. But then you get Blue Beetle, which could be hit or miss. It looks a little different. It, it looks like they spent money on it because originally that was going to be an HBO Max movie. Mm-hmm. But it didn't get the background treatment. It was further along. So obviously it must be up. It, it must must have come together better. But you're going with your preconceived opinions because Not just like I did with Guardians. I'm going with. We don't know if Blue Beetle could be a great movie. It could. But I'm telling you that it was originally going to go to HBO Max. So there was a certain level of expectation that was with that movie. They then decided to give it more money so they can release it in theaters. They did that with more time. By the time they did that for Batgirl, Batgirl had already almost been completely shot. But you're you're judging it based off production. I'm as going opposed based to off of be. what a movie's not going to be any good if they don't have the resources. I'm just going off of that. I would agree with that. But I but we don't know. Yeah, what we we're have movies get. that have resources that are complete trash. I understand that, but they gave it more resources to see if it. They obviously believed in it more than Batgirl, which is. That's, that tells Which you something. Which is huge, right? right? It tells you something because Batgirl is a legacy character compared they, to They Blue had Beetle. already spent like $80 million. So that tells you something. Craving the Hunter is going to be garbage. We all know it's going to be garbage. That Sony, comes out this year? Yes. It comes out in October. Sony is, has an awful track record with live action movies that involve anything Marvel besides the Tobey and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Have they filmed anything for that? Yeah, it's been filming. Already? Oh, they probably finished already. Well, they yeah. had to have finished when it yeah. comes out in October. We have the Marvels. They got pushed back to November. Oh, damn, that does come out this year. They got pushed back to November. Who knows? I I hope it does well because it's good for, you know, the characters and to, for, for Marvel to expand at a different, you know, audience base. But who knows? And then you have Aquaman. That's another one that it doesn't really matter if it does good or bad because they're kind of done with that Aquaman. I'm calling it now. Aquaman turns into Lobo by the end of the movie. <laughs> he gets he gets hit with like a he says frag water and that's it. He says frag and we know he's Lobo. So there's a good chance that we'll see you know some bombs again this year because it's not a strong slate. Other external factors that I think also play into this besides the storytelling and the quality. There's also fatigue in the comic book industry, like with comic book collectors. Yeah, to a certain extent, I would agree with that. I think there's like. Financial well, not certain extent. Like we're seeing the '90s again. Like stores are closing down, left and right. Local comic shops—they're only bringing in a couple of issues. Like they—they they have variant fatigue, and I think that that all, when you're a hobbyist, a collector, I think that all plays a factor into it because it affects the people also. It affects your pocket. It affects your love or joy of the hobby. I mean, it, it does. We can't say external factors don't affect it. Oh, but there's plenty of them. Recession. Uh, no, no one has the extra capital anymore. The prices of everything else has gone up. You know how it is. When money's tight, the first thing that goes is hobbies. I don't know. I wouldn't correlate what's happening in the comic book industry to the movies so much. But 
I don't, I don't think one has much to do with the I other. I think they're just tied together with the core audience. Listen, you're, you're not making a billion dollars if you're only if you're only focusing on the comic book collector. Agree. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't think it's too much correlation between the two. But oh, pero no, I'm just saying it's. I th- I think they're they're. I don't think because a comic book series sucks. Tightly. I don't think because a comic book sucks that you're gonna be like, I know what, I'm not watching the movie. Well, when you see the story that's made up, like if they would have done a fake story, uh, a bad story. Yeah, I think you're gonna see the movie either way, whether it's good or bad. You're gonna see the movie. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm waiting for Shazam too. To when we're gonna see that one. <laughs> When it's on HBO Max. Pretty much. Or whatever it's called by the time it comes out. Let us know what you guys think in the comment section. Are we full of crap? Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Personally, do you need... And the age-old question. Do you need to watch everything to capture the full story? Are we going to have to do another episode on that? Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. Because you and I are very <laughs> similar-minded uh, versus George. You're, uh, that defeats the purpose. You don't have to see anything. That's up to you. You don't have to. We don't have to. Just, do like, this you don't have to just like you don't have to read everything. You don't have to. You don't have to pick up every issue, Mister Completionist. I mean, buy everything. Exactly. Me, and what was I that story you were buying? That would that. that so. I am. I am the completionist. Yeah. But you do have to watch them. We'll leave it for the next podcast. Hey, thank you for watching. If you liked what you watched, uh, give us a like, subscribe, follow, follow us on IG, appease the algorithm gods, and just let us know how we're doing.